Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. So, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Today I'm chatting with Nicola Kapper, a Liverpool-based design enthusiast and a writer. Nicola has been interested in design and especially Nordic design for years. She writes a recognized design blog called Nordic Notes, where she shares her love for Nordic design, living and travel. In this episode, Nicola shares her thoughts about Nordic design in general, as well as how she sees it affects our everyday life all the way to our cosmetics. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So hello, Nicola, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's a total pleasure. It's nice to see you finally. I mean, we've been chatting many times, but actually... I've got terrible lockdown hair, so I apologise. <laughs> um, the hairdressers only opened yesterday in the UK since before Christmas. So I have two more weeks to wait and then I'll be ready to actually see people again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's start from somewhere quite beginning. Would you like to tell who you are and what's your background and how you got into the design in the first place? Um, well, I'm I'm a writer, blogger and um, content consultant based in the UK. I'm based in Liverpool and if uh, anybody's familiar with Beatles lyrics, I live in between Menlo Avenue, Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields, so it's a really lovely <laughs> part of town. I've always been a creative person a very shy, creative person, studied fine art at university here in Liverpool. That's what brought me to the city and city life. But my sort of my direction within my studies always drew a link between art, architecture and design and how they all work side by side. I specialise in painting, but everything that I produce is very architectural and very minimal. And I think you can sort of see where my aesthetic journey has been. <laughs> I've always been a minimalist at heart, whether, you know, I said it was the work I produced, the clothes I wore, or when I obviously became a homeowner and styled my interior. And then after graduation, I worked um, for almost 20 years in marketing and communications I think they thought I'd bring some creative energy to the team. Um, but I always worked within organisations that, um, so whether it was education, health, social housing, uh, local government, it was always with an emphasis on how to improve lives and tell people's stories. And it was only in 2017 that I started my blog, Nordic Notes. Mm. And it was just a bit of a a passion project for me really to sort of and to get creative again and to share my passion for the Nordic way of life and its design and you know the place that I'd been exploring for a number of years and I feel extremely lucky really that over these last couple of years it's grown as I said from a passion project into my profession now and I was able to go freelance and leave the nine to five 18 months ago and I said now I obviously alongside the blog, write for publications that are design and Nordic lifestyle-led. I've worked with some fantastic independent retailers and makers that have 
a Nordic aesthetic and value to them. Um, but obviously, are based in the UK, and I also now work as an English writer for a number of Nordic brands. Being able to really complete the full circle now, which has been a fantastic journey for me and beyond my wildest dreams so it's quite an exciting time for me professionally now because it's bringing all of those things together for me but you can sort of see (laughs) the journey I've been on and um, the style that I've sort of grown and developed into over the last well number of years shall we say I won't reveal my age but it's been in the making for a long time yeah so it definitely comes from your interest in minimalism style and all that that it grew kind of automatically towards Nordic yeah because as I said I obviously was really influenced by the minimalist style as a as an art movement I was very influenced with the Bauhaus style and spent a lot of time in Germany and visited the sites and which was an incredible experience to see it in the flesh as well as you know just in books and and things there is such a close connection when you start studying that movement and the influence it had on Nordic design and you know similarities in not just obviously the design that was produced but also the culture and the and the political movements of the time and how it all crossed over um so it was quite a natural progression then into the Scandinavian style and it's an easy style to live with so I said at, at that point, I was obviously very much into the interiors and setting up my own home. And slowly but surely, the collection of pieces started to grow up to the point now where everyone knows whether they're getting a gift from me or they, you know, that, you know, when I'm on the hunt for the next piece, they know where it's going to be coming from. It's not <laughs> Everybody knows what they're getting from you. <laughs> yeah. They, I'm basically a walking embodiment of the, of, of everything that I write about. As I said, from my clothes to the products I put on my skin to coffee mug that I drink out of. So yeah, I know I should really just pick the house up. And... <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where, where it makes sense that you're in this podcast as well because I don't know if somebody is listening to this and thinking how is this beauty podcast but well we're getting into that later oh, yes. um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about which kind of design are you most interested in obviously at the moment it's interiors but within my blog obviously I, I do also look at lifestyle and travel and and then obviously the beauty side of things and for me it's not really being sat and say I want to influence readers I want to inspire them really it's more about bringing little elements of all of these things into their everyday I first started traveling to the Nordic region in 2014 the first time we went it was very much about the tourist trail in Copenhagen and you know and Finn Yule's house and all that kind of thing but over the years it's more than just the design now it's it's the landscape it's the people it's the values that they represent um and I feel extremely fortunate that my little boy is five now he's he's already traveled you know all across the Nordic region now with us it's not stopped us from from taking him obviously to Denmark to Sweden but he's also obviously spent time in Oslo and Reykjavik and Helsinki and I don't know whether he's got a, an identity crisis or not but <laughs> we're obviously the local little boys were the Liverpool football strip he was um Copenhagen FC so it's uh, I don't know whether he thinks he is a, a Nordic child or not but it feels like home now when we travel yeah we go to Copenhagen well pre-lockdown we we were heading over there three or four times a year staying in the same house and felt like you was literally just you know 
plugging yourself in and and back into a routine almost you know where you were going and what you were doing and we tend to obviously try and go around the holiday seasons and you know now school holidays but we've been there for Christmas we've been there you know for like Easter weekends as well as like longer breaks in the summer and things like that so I do feel like it's a bit of a home away from home now. Yeah I'm sure. Back in the UK then how is Nordic design or Scandinavian Nordic lifestyle in general seen in the UK? I think obviously for a lot of people that aren't obsessed like myself um the first experience is a trip to Ikea or watching a Nordic noir on TV you know obviously um the killing was a huge hit over here in the naughty so I think everyone thinks it's flat pack furniture and and uh, chunky sweaters thankfully that is changing that people are you know being able to understand and appreciate the design and the values and the products a lot more because there is such a growing number of small independent retailers and food places now that uh, are really embracing the Nordic way of life and showcasing what they have to offer over here. Um, Obviously, recently we've had implications with Brexit and obviously things no longer being available in the UK, uh, which is obviously quite sad for me, especially since I can't get over there at the moment. But as I said, I do think that there has been a real shift in people wanting either Nordic produced or Nordic inspired products mm. whether as I said there's a lot of people now producing alternatives within the UK that have those same values whether as I said whether it's furniture or or lifestyle products there's a real strong um food influence as well that there's a lot of local coffee shops and um, especially food outlets now that are stocking mm. things that I would normally have to sneak in my suitcase and bring back <laughs> Um, one thing you kind of mentioned earlier about design in, like, let's say in everyday use, all the way to cosmetics, for example. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this? And you know, like I was saying, I've always been really aware of the crossover of, you know, of how things influence one another um, mm. in the design world. For example, you know, from like the colours we see on the catwalk are soon filtered down into the cushions that sit on our sofas you know what I mean it's this thread that runs through is something that I've always been really conscious of um and I think again I think this last 12 months has also taught us and seen a huge shift in not only the design style but also how we live and the importance of what we buy where it's from and how it's made you know and again I think that started you know over a decade ago probably even two in the food industry yeah with the likes of organic and sustainable farming coming through and now it's a norm to expect that from the food that's on your plate and I also think that this this shift in consumer expectation and desire and consciousness really is now being seen in the interior side of things through design brands such as like Mater and Tact and even firm living offering cushions made from recycled plastic and that kind of thing Mm. and then now I think we're seeing that also come through into like the beauty and the cosmetic side of things that people are wanting to bring those values through into every level of their lives 
that's why I think again this year people have realized what's really important and for me it's not just been this year it's been throughout (laughs) that I've always been someone who wanted to buy less but buy better you know a minimalist kind of aesthetic and a paired back style you always sort of go for key pieces rather than lots of you know quick fashion focus things yeah but um as I said, slowly but surely, bit by bit, investing in things that will last and will stand the test of time and that you'll get real value from, not just now, but always. And I think within that, that goes side by side with good materials, good, you know, obviously the craftsmanship and the quality of the products that you're using, whether it's a face cream or or a chair or whatever, that the same passion and, as I said, the expertise and and the things that made them and the people that made them are really important. And I think people are now really starting to appreciate that for what it is and the value it brings. And if we don't change this mindset, you know, really what what are we facing really? Mm. We're starting to see so much plastics in the ocean and rubbish mm-hmm. everywhere about all our products that we use. So I guess mm-hmm. people are waking up finally a little bit in a bigger scale that, you know, maybe we don't need everything. This is it. This is, and I do think that this year is obviously in a lot of ways we've had no option but to stop and to think about things and appreciate what's important. But I think we've also realised what was unnecessary and, you know, and, the, and to start questioning why we do things the way we do. Yeah. You know, in the work I do, I've been chatting to quite a few Nordic designers and and interviewing them for work and pieces and a lot the same thing comes back time and time again that we should really see and expect real change in both what is being made and how and why it's being bought you know matter what level of design it is definitely well since we're talking a bit towards the beauty how is your journey been on that side have you always been very minimalistic or yeah my beauty um so my personal beauty journey it's been a, a long fault um, <laughs> process, really. As I said to you before, I'm quite an introvert and quite shy. And um, I had, from being quite young, terrible acne. Mm. So obviously, when you're shy and your skin isn't great, you just retreat into yourself even more. I was the girl with the herd like, over her eyes and hiding. Um but it also meant that very early on I got to really appreciate a good routine when it came to everyday skincare. From being a very young teenager, I was doing the full cleanse and toning and things because my skin was so bad that I ended up, um, I was prescribed quite strong medication from being very young. Um, and, you know, I don't know whether they still do this kind of thing now, but the products were so strong yeah. that uh, my skin would be red raw because it would burn and it would bleach my clothes and my bed linen because it was such a strong chemicals in it. And obviously, as a result of that, my skin ended up quite sensitive afterwards. Yeah. So I've always been very conscious of the products that I put on because I said it reacts quite quickly. Mm. Um, and just when you think you're winning that battle, then you start the aging process. So I'm <laughs> in a different battle now. And I think uh, once you hit 40, good skincare isn't isn't a luxury. It's quite essential, really. Um, yes, yes. And it's also amazing to see that we so-called modern humans are starting to understand that our overall well-being is the needed base and also the power of natural skincare products of good quality. 
and how they can heal and help many skin concerns naturally so that we don't have to go all the way to those horrible chemicals you experienced when you were young. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is that natural products made today are very well done. So there is so much variety as well. Yeah. I obviously have had um, go-to brands for quite a while that I know work on my skin Mm. better than others. Uh, As I said, I react quite quickly so I know if something's working or not. Mm. And I've always tended to invest more in the products that stay longer on my skin. Mm. Um, So it would be, you know, like an eye cream or a serum or a night cream rather than I know it sounds probably sounds a bit silly, but I I really appreciate a good cleanser, but I'm always conscious a lot of it is down the plug holes, you know what yes. I mean, rather than on my face. So I do tend to invest first in those pieces. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, as I'm out and about on my travels, I usually pick things up and bring some home with me. Mm. Um, but I said again that obviously the more you you start using these products and looking into these products and understanding the market and who's out there mm. that you, you start to realize oh right I, I didn't need to get that while I was in Finland for example such a body online sells it here in the UK so yes and thanks to for example web stores you can find very special products easier than before yeah and even from smaller brands and buy them quite everywhere yeah I think there's a real growth industry in Nordic beauty product suppliers now in the UK as well, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, but as I said, I've always been very mindful of what I put on and and the ingredients in it, uh, much to uh, the dismay of my sister who's a complete opposite and is embracing <laughs> age in a very different way <laughs> to myself. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm hoping I'm going to come out better for it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess it's been like the same that was with our food. Mm-hmm. People really started to check what's in their food and concentrate on the organic side. And it's becoming now to skincare. Yeah, I mean, you go back 10 years or even now, to be honest, a lot of people don't really check what's in their products. I think people are becoming more, not necessarily educated, but aware of what's in and conscious of what they're buying. Mm. When I became a mum, I became even more obsessed with what was in things. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but, you know, you start to start looking at your own childhood in comparison and think, gosh, we did such a thing and we ate such a thing. And it's like, God, we never give that to the, to our little ones now. And that you can really see the difference. Mm. I do think, like, the food industry has obviously led the way in a lot of what's coming through and now the norm. Um, I think you got a friend there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the dog's coming. I do apologize. Yeah, I think we heard the dog also earlier. So oh, if yes. somebody heard some weird sounds, it was the dog. She's a, she's a sensitive soul. I apologize. That's fine. <laughs> nice to meet you. I can't believe she opened the door. I don't know. She's, yeah, do you know, honestly. I saw your husband as well uh, around going in the... He's probably trying to stop coming in, to be honest, so I do. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I said, between the five-year-old, the, the elderly cat and the crazy dog, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it might look peaceful and serene on Instagram, but it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had been testing a little bit the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards winners as well. I have, yes. Thank you so much for that. That has been such a treat, as I said, especially during lockdown. Because I've been homeschooling during the day and trying to work 
late into the evening. So I said, these poor products have been put to the ultimate test. You didn't have the chance to go to the Nordic countries now either. So oh, no. So you've brought a little bit of joy to my life. So thank <laughs> you so much. I'm happy to hear that. But yeah, what a fantastic mix of products. Even my husband has been having a little try too. Um, and especially, you know, because the weekend before the UK went into lockdown one, and we're on, I don't know what number we're on now. <laughs> um, we actually went to Reykjavik for my birthday for the weekend. So the day before we flew home on like what was like the last flight out, we'd spent the day in luxury at the Blue Lagoon. So having um, obviously some of those amazing Icelandic treatments, it sort of brought back some very happy memories when we were feeling at our lowest ebb so thank you very much uh, but yeah a complete convert to a number of these products now you know obviously I'm really loving the red clover cleansing gel and the mist it's the first time I've actually used a mist rather than a toner like liquid toner if that makes sense mm. I'm never going back now. That was fantastic. <laughs> I've been using a vitamin C serum for a while, obviously for the dark circles <laughs> and the wrinkles. Mm. The transderma, having such a high vitamin C level in it as well, that's been that's been great. And obviously I could really see a difference. Doing things like that every day and then having like the weekly a weekly treat with with an exfoliator or a mask, that's been that's been great. But obviously just to look at and the packaging and the way they're designed and the smells, oh they're just fantastic. And they've really transported me back while I've been stuck, yeah, here dealing <laughs> with COVID and Brexit and homeschooling and crazy time so thank you so much I said you brought some you brought some Nordic joy to me so thank you and the fantastic winners and I'm really looking forward to seeing you know what will happen next with it and yeah yeah I'll be like oh I've seen that I've tried that yeah so yeah we're getting the second year rolling now so quite soon will be the nominees for this year out and then you can start to dig into the next ones as well Well, that sounds fantastic I said you know um I need all the help I can get now. I'm over 40. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been a total pleasure. Thank you for letting me get involved. And it's such a fantastic event that I just know it's going to go from strength to strength. You're really leading the way and it's fantastic. Thank you so much. It means a lot because obviously it's it's been a lot of work and a long journey as well in in many ways. But um, you wrote a wonderful piece about the product and the awards as well in your blog. Would you like to open a little bit what in general, which kind of themes you write about in your blog? Um, so as I said, there's a real mix of content on there. Obviously, there is a lot of interior things, launches and need to know, you know, nice to knows and things like that. But there's also, as I said, the travel element of obviously traveling with a young family in the Nordic countries and where to go and what to see and real, you know, I hope a bit of a real life experience of that of you know it should be seen as an alternative to a package holiday because it's fantastic as I said there's also I do a series called my chat with where I do really in-depth interviews with key either CEOs or designers or other bloggers as well as a roundup of anything that's like Nordic inspiration whether it's conscious cleaning or or as I said more beauty or you know a particular trend that's coming through rather than it being trend-led it sort of pulls it together and now you can use it and then I also have another series which is an at home with where no matter where in the world the homes are the Nordic inspired and I find out a little bit more about what life's like behind the pretty pictures so you know the journey they've been on and how they bring that Nordic sense of style and feeling to their own homes no matter where they are 
you know, it's not like, oh, I've done this to my kitchen. Come and look how you, you know, <laughs> 10 top tips on creating this. It's not that kind of blog. It's everyday life and how to bring that to wherever you are. Yeah. So, uh, and I said, I, I feel extremely lucky that it's now given me the opportunity to, to work with, you know, with brands and, and editors and things like that. So it's quite exciting, really. Yeah, you'll probably see me popping up in a couple of places. So that's, you know, a bad thing. And um, I'm contributing to a new interiors magazine called Simply Scandi. The first edition came out um, last January we did like a little taster over Christmas and it came out in January and um, I basically round up the launches and the did you knows and the you know nice to have kind of things section so it gives me a good chance to cross over from the blog into print as well as writing in-depth pieces for other publications. We have uh, a publication in Liverpool that's sold internationally called Ethos and that's all to do with sustainable business and business leaders and and that kind of thing so uh, I've written a couple of articles for them one was um, to do with Danish design and the UN sustainability goals and Mm. how they're working towards that Uh, and then in the new edition that's out now I've done an interview with Itala to talk about the new recycled glass collection in time for the anniversary year so it's a real good mix between the blog the publications and as I said writing as an English writer for Nordic brands as well so it's it's been an incredible journey really and it's I said where it's taking me next I don't know but I'm really enjoying it and I'm very thankful well you're a very busy woman I mean you have the dog and the the five-year-old and and all of these publications and everything so but when it's your passion I guess it's just giving you more energy this is it you don't I said it doesn't feel like work and I said after being in the nine to five for 20 nearly 20 <laughs> years I, I, I totally lost that passion and that buzz and um obviously making that leap was quite scary at first and you know will it work will it not you know and you know you're leaving that secure kind of paycheck and pension scheme and all that kind of thing and the you know the grown-up stuff um but I said it, it's it's brought fulfillment in a completely different way, and I said it, it's took me in a direction that I never thought possible, really. And it's it sort of makes sense of the journey I've been on mm. and the creative journey I've been on, yeah, um, all all through my life, really. So that we'll never take it for granted, but also quite excited at the same time is what could what could happen next. Yeah, exactly. Well, where people can follow you, or where can they read your blog? Yes, so it's nordicnotes.co.uk and I'm on Instagram as Nordic Notes blog. Um obviously I'm on Pinterest and Twitter and all those other places as well. But as I said they're probably the the two the <laughs> two main ones that you'll probably see me on. So yeah. Come and give me a wave and I'm always I'm always ready for a Nordic chat no matter what time of day it is. <laughs> Well, thank you for being in the show. Super nice that you were able to get the time to talk with me. So oh, it's a total pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes. If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty Journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Pinterest pages, simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, 
and on Twitter at NNP Awards. Until next week, bye-bye.